Hello again, everybody. It's Davo here with Ryan. Welcome back to the Fearless Fathers podcast. That's right, the growing podcast for you dads trying to fight the good fight inside your heads, inside your minds, inside your life to just be a little bit better of a father, one step at a time, one day at a time. We are back together, the indestructible, incurable couple that is Davo and Ryan. It's been a while since we've had you back here, Ryan. How are you, buddy? How's everything been? So am I the herpes? Yes. It's not you? Genital. Genital. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like a cold Genital, sore. Genital, but on your face. Yeah. I'm like a okay. cold sore. Like, you know, when you get that cold, I actually have one right now, like a cold sore in between your so lip and you just keep, kind of you, keep going you at it. You legitimately have herpes. That's what a cold sore is. 99% of the population has herpes. So uh, suck it. Yeah, I get them all the time yeah, too. Actually. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. why you're the herpy. Quote unquote cold sore. <laughs> no, it's good to be back. It is. Uh guys, it's been a couple of weeks, hasn't it? Because you had the interview last week. Yeah, we had the interview, which um, was fucking amazing. Definitely go check that out. Oh my God. Um there, there's very few episodes that I'll like go back and listen to a whole bunch of times. Uh Dave's interviews are one of them because not to uh, stroke Dave's, you know, proverbial ding dong um, to give him herpes again somewhere else. <laughs> Cold sores. <laughs> Cold sores. Um, no, but his, his interviews are, are really good. He's actually got a lot of talent for it. So when he does get a chance to do them, they're they're very well done and very well. Um, theatricized? Is that a word? We're going to go with it. Fuck sure. it. Put it on a yeah. mug. Put it, put, it. <laughs> put it on. It's been a year and a half and we haven't killed that joke yet. <laughs> Yo. I had this idea about that because, like, we, we always say put it on a mug for, like, shit that doesn't make any sense. And we it, it, when we get to, like, five years, we'll write a book and it'll just be called The Book of Mug. And it's just all the stuff and all the meaning and all the back jokes that, we, uh, that we've had. And it comes with a mug. So it comes with all the stupidity we've said in a year and a half. Yeah, none of all the stuff that doesn't make any sense to anybody. But so who's going to listen to all the back catalog of our episodes? Oh hell no! It's not going to be me. Well, well, I hope we'll hire somebody. At that should, point. should we outsource it to somebody and be like, "Here, your just your job is just to sit here and listen to nonsense for hundreds of hours." <laughs> yeah, here's all the stuff. Here's all the stuff of us arguing. We'll give him all the other, all the other recording too. All the shit we cut out of us <laughs> just screaming back and forth at each other. <laughs> Some guy's just gonna be sitting there hating his life and being like, "I love and hate every second of these two idiots." Yeah, thank God. How are these Bitcoin? How, how are these dads helping other people? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, do you want to tell them uh, what we're doing today? Whoa! Oh, so I'm taking. Do you want me to I, do I, it? I guess. I guess because that we've been a couple weeks off. I guess I'll take your job. Why not? Oh, it so, is my job. Fuck! It is. No, don't worry. I'm doing it already. I'm already. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm up and ready to go. So I forgot the format. It's been that long. Yeah, you I don't know if you lot. listened to a couple weeks ago's episode, but I'm really hating my job. Right now. Toxic workplaces and how uh, we got I, there. If everyone's wondering where we've been, I've been at work. And I've been posting memes. And right. speaking of memes, this idea for the episode actually came from a meme that we posted on our Facebook page that I just randomly put together haphazardly for content because that's what we do here on Fearless Fathers. So if you didn't see the meme, backstory behind it is Sponge it's the SpongeBob ones and he's like all hap or like all scared and stuff. And it's like when your kid asks to buy something that's overpriced and it's like him like backing away. And then it's SpongeBob pulling out his wallet with all of his money and it's like when you buy something overpriced, but you call it collectible, 
So Ryan and his infinite wisdom finally deciding of an episode, he's like, we should do an episode based upon not so much nostalgia, but how your childhood still bleeds into you as an adult, primarily collectibles and all the nonsense you probably have sitting in your garage from the last 15 years. But you need to keep buying it. Oh, yeah. And I, I definitely keep buying it. As you know, me and Dave are uh, gamers. Um, but what you might not know about me is like I am a gigantic Star Wars head. Um, and right now, if it has the Mandalorian on it, I, I, I want it in my house or like Baby Yoda or something. Mm, Grogu. It's Grogu. It's not. It's not. I will never fucking call him that. It's Baby Yoda. So my son actually calls him Grogu, and I am so yeah. proud of my son for calling him Grogu. Well, calling him by the real son name. Going to have a talk, a well, real person. You know <laughs> my son will break your clavicle. How about that? Probably. Yeah, I know he will. <laughs> you ever got hit in the face by a toddler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hit me in the face yesterday as I was trying yeah. to put him in bed. Bastard. And, anyway, so <laughs> it's weird how these things bleed over into your into your life, um, and I find myself um, wanting to avoid walking down the toy aisle when I'm like in like Walmart or something with my son, but also being like, Oh man, I bet you they have a millennium Falcon, uh, Lego set. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want one. Oh my God. (laughs) I can see Dave's face and he was just like melted. Like, man, I could totally spend 40 hours putting that shit together. (laughs) I have a story for that, but continue. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to it. And, And really what made me think of this episode was, um, so me and my wife are in our 30s and, um, you know, we're, we're at the point in time where we have a lot of the things we need, like a lot of the things we want because uh, we worked our entire 20s. So like we're, we're starting to like get stuff that's supposed to be quote unquote adult. But <laughs> she um, she brought home uh, for the first time because she just discovered them. Uh, Squishmallows. Is that how you say that? Sure, we'll go with that. They're like really super soft pillows that are like, um, I guess there's a trend on TikTok now where like there's a mystery, you get a mystery bag that you pay like so much money for and you get a, you just get a completely random one and other ones are rarer than other ones and you buy the bag and you can get ones that are discontinued. It's cool. It's a cool idea. But um, apparently when she was a kid, she used to just collect stuffed animals and beanie babies. That was the big one. So this is like the new beanie baby uh, trending phase thing, uh, but you can use them like real pillows. So like they have a use, but like, Hey, welcome to our thirties. We still collect, uh, we still collect stupid shit and put it on the show. <laughs> I, uh, just before that, like those squish models, they're going to be worth about 10 cents a piece. Uh, probably for 10 cents right now. Probably. <laughs> but when you talked about this episode, it got me thinking like, Oh, before that, I got the story about the millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. So when Toys R Us was still a thing and before we even had kids, me and my wife, I think we were still dating at the point. Either way, we were just very early into marriage. We're walking through Toys R Us. And you know how in the old Toys R Us they had just a complete aisle and a half of Star Wars? Yeah. Well, as we're walking through Star as we're walking through Star Wars, ours are us. Star Wars are us. Star Wars are us. They have that. It's in Disney. I love it. Yeah. We, um, We walk through and I see the millennium Falcon Lego set sitting there. And I look at her and I'm like, I need this. And she goes, what do you need that for? I said, it's the millennium Falcon. Like you need to have this. She goes, we're not getting that. I threw a temper tantrum in the store. Oh, I bet you did. Oh, I did. And you were, 
And you were definitely a man in your late 20s. Oh, easily. <laughs> it, easily. You know, you know veteran, uh, army guy, big, tough, professional, tough guy guy. And here we go. Like, I want. I want my Falcon. She she called it the Falcon. I stopped her. I'm like, it's, it, the, it's Falcon. the Falcon. It is the Falcon. the Falcon. You yeah. stop Carillion Arms Company is built in a planet that doesn't have Falcons. So how would they have the Millennium Falcon if you get, if they're not there? It's canonical. Ex- it, it, indeed. Yeah. But speaking of collecting things that you don't need, I was very big and I'm still kind of big in like the Funko Pops and finding Pops from just my childhood, like the like the Dragon Ball Z ones. Like I have an ultra rare golden Frieza that was like a San Diego Comic Con. Yo, I'm jelly. Exclusive. It, cool. Sadly, it didn't have the red eyes, which is like super, super expensive, but it had the black eyes where it was just like expensive enough where people are like, I want that. I have that sitting proudly in the box. And then some other things like I'm a big fault, like Fallout's like one of my favorite game series. Yeah. So I have a bunch of Fallout par- power armor and stuff like that. <laughs> I have the um, the uh, Fallout 4 Notorious uh, giveaways, the bag. I love it. Yeah. I love it. The one that was supposed to be like a canvas. Oh, no, 76. It's supposed to be like a the super nice canvas bag. I ordered the rum, too. Very nice. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't nice. No, go, go watch the internet uh, historians uh, thing on that, on that, and you'll be like, oh, that was that was a shit show. So it was the same thing too when Fallout released. Like, remember the Nuka Colas and all that that were like released for like Target exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a complete shit show when we tried to go find it, and they were like, oh yeah, all the employees just kind of hoarded it before they even put it on the shelf, so we were sold out in like twelve seconds. Oh, so it's like, like Pokemon cards, exactly. Yeah, like Pokemon cards. Yeah. Well. um, that the rum came out the same time all those all those came out, um, but it was like Nuka Cola Black, and it, came, right. it was supposed to come in this beautiful ornate glass bottle and be in the shape of the Nuka Cola bottle. Um, hey, turns out it was just like a plastic covering with some no label bottom shelf. Of it. <laughs> it was really really awful. It was like the lower end of Bankers Club. It was like hey, cashiers man. cashiers uh group. I don't know where I'm going today. Just here, man. Uh, cashier social club, Perfect. social society. Perfect. Yeah, there you yes. go. Got it. Cashier yeah. social society. <laughs> we'll make it. We'll make it. We'll make it. Who's brand there? Uh, everything costs six dollars. Six dollars. Six dollars, Jen. But but talking about talking about collectibles, though, I mean, it's still one of those things where even today, like I'm a I'm again like I'm a I'm a big Star Wars fan. Star Wars has been one of my favorite series growing up, and this isn't particularly just star wars centric right but we're talking about because you brought it up it's like i go back and i see all this old stuff and like my son he sees grogu and now he wants grogu i'm just going to keep saying grogu just to annoy you and i'm seeing that kind of bleed over where it's like i've watched the mandalorian when he was like a year and a half years old and he's seeing this and he's picking up on all these things and now he wants to buy it i'm like no 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 you're not going to buy that but oh hey this old ken's Knock off a uh, six inch figurine that's $45. I'm going to buy that and I'm going to keep it in the box. Yeah, exactly. Because I need to. Oh, and before I get crucified online earlier, I said uh, Carillion Arms Company. It was the Carillion Shipwright because obviously the Millennium Falcon is not a military aircraft. So before all you fucking neckbeards <laughs> get out here and be like, well, you know, you know it's a modified version. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just an idiot. Yes, you are, but you're my idiot. And if yeah. anybody attacks you, I will join their side, and I will yeah, attack. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and you will send them a mug, and, I, and then I will send them a mug for attacking you. Did you ever think about why we are like this? 
why we love collectibles or why we're a bunch of morons? Both. Both <laughs> and at the same time. Well, morons because oh, it's it's me and I just happened to sign a business agreement with you. Oh, well, that's that's completely different. Yeah, you're you're locked in forever. No, I th- I think I think the collectible thing started really when I was a kid. Like my parents used to. So for me, I was a big NASCAR fan growing up, and every year for my birthday, my grandfather used to get me these diecast limited edition Jeff Gordon uh, NASCAR cars. Yeah, that you would and I. I actually found the box after we moved into the new place and I found all these old cars. Like the first one I ever got was like this metallic purple Superman NASCAR die cast in That's like cool. this beautiful plastic case. And I'm like, and then I have like a Looney Tunes one, like all this kind of crazy stuff. And it's like, I'm looking back at this and it brings up a lot of the memories that I had growing up as a kid where my grandfather would get me these every year from sh- some shady guy in a van when he used to go to his club on Thursdays and he would buy me one every year on Christmas. And then I used to do that a lot with like the little die cast cars and like sports memorabilia was a big thing for me too. Growing up. I yeah. We used to get the Hess trucks, the Hess trucks. Yeah. And uh, my, my grandfather used to buy me uh, the Franklin mint Corvettes sometimes on my birthday. Like it was like collectibles. <laughs> I mean, they came out every couple of years and you get one for me. So not that, Bo Bogard your story there, but yes, no, um, but that's not the point I was trying to make, right? So like, I, and I get that it's it's a memory thing for you, but that's not the kind of stuff I'm talking about per se. I'm it, like I'm talking about the stupid shit, like uh, like there's no reason a grown ass man uh, of our age group should be like, oh man, I really want that fucking Frieza doll. I better get that shit right now, you know, because we just happened to walk by a, a hot topic one day, um, mm-hmm. and they have like a three foot tall one. Um, where he's like charging up his power beam or something. No, 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 no. That, that, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Not uh, like gotcha. deep memory things. And I know exactly. Well, I have a theory why. This is my standing theory. So, and we do it every time we walk into a toy section with our children. So they're developing a thing that they like. And they want, obviously want to possess that um, as a child where they don't have any money. All right. This is the same thing that happened to you when you were a child. Um, and he watches you start to collect stuff, but he doesn't have any money to do it himself. He has the inability to do it. But now it's it, it's happened so early in your lifetime that your subconscious is like, I got to got to fucking have that. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> I need it. I, I, need, I need it at a it. visceral animalistic level. <laughs> Where is my real functional Mario Kart? Yes, I want that in my shed right now. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Nothing. It's just no. going to sit in the shed. I'm going to drive it around. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get it. I'm going to get a Luigi costume, and I'm going to fucking throw foam uh, turtle shells at my neighbor. Is that going to do anything? No, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> but you got to have frozen paintballs in there too, so that way when the shell explodes, it's even uh, it goes all over the place. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not mm-hmm. a fucking monster. <laughs> it's blue shell. Obviously, but, that's obviously but, blue shell. But the point is, Ted across the street, he's definitely going to go, going to go get a Bowser costume, <laughs> go get another go kart. Exactly. Um, it's it's a shared experience, and it's just like, well, now that you're an adult, you can do adult things and buy things with your adult money. Um, and I I, I don't want an older a person from an older generation to tell me, hey, that's fucking dumb, because everybody does it. Everybody does. Everybody mm-hmm. does it. 
and you just collect and collect and collect. Me and my parents' basement, there's so much of my shit. <laughs> um, I used to collect snow globes when I was a kid. And part of it was because my dad um, would travel a lot because uh, he was a, I forget what he did. He was some something in healthcare where he traveled all the time. I guess he was giving seminars or whatever. And from every city, he would stop at the airport and buy a, buy a snow globe and bring it home for me because I always thought they were cool. Um, I know I'm a weird child. <laughs> I used to collect them too. Don't I used yeah. to think snow globes were the shit growing up. Well, they still are. I mean, like, and I, I thumbed through the collection yesterday, and there are literally hundreds of them in there. Jesus. I have to, I have to find a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to find a place uh, to, to put them all. Um, also, like, it, just to show you how young I was and how dyslexic I was, the box is definitely labeled "fragile uh, snow globes." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not to make fun of your learning disability, but no, I'm no, no, no. Your my, my father would be very proud that I uh, that I admitted that. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, if he listens to this, he's gonna bust my chops about it. But it's true. Like I, I, I have super dyslexia. Thanks for making me a targeting coordinator in the fucking military. Hooray! <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Nothing. Well, my sergeant was colorblind, and that's like one of the exclusive things you need to look at a map. Hmm, weird. Yeah, yeah, crazy stuff. Who would have thought? Yeah. You know what? I got to go back for a second because you pulled some like shifty Devo shit right there when you brought that up. It wasn't shifty Devo shit. It was the basis of the entire episode. It was the basis of the episode, but you did it in like a Devo way. And I was kind of, I was actually like applauding you because I'm like rubbing off on you. And the thing is like, it's a Devo way, not because it was a good idea. It's because I neglected to tell you before we started. I did the Devo. You are rubbing off on, I am rubbing off on you so well. So well. Finally, finally, something's, something's starting to, something's starting to. Bit. So, I, so, podcasting so, yes yeah yeah <laughs> oh, it's because i got sleep last night that's why. weird i don't yeah, know what crazy, that is anymore crazy how, that, how that stuff works but i i agree with your uh standing theory on the uh subconscious mind and starting it quickly and you it, it brings that like sense of comfort and that sense of yeah comfort and pleasure of like yeah i have this and when i was a kid i didn't have the money but i always wanted it and now i have it and now it's mine yeah now it's mine yeah. And then your wife looks at you like, why do you have 95 of the same thing? Don't worry about it. Don't fucking worry about it. That goes to eBay. Yeah. That goes to eBay. But that, that this really kind of ties in nicely with the episode we did like about a, what, like a month ago it's when we recorded this? Now, about I six think. weeks ago yeah. when we talked about the nostalgia factor and kind of sharing your nostalgia with your kids. And it, it just kind of all lumps into a nice little happy thing where it's like, hey, you collect because you did it as a kid your kid sees you collecting as an adult and spending your hard-earned money when they have no money you're like no you're not getting that yeah fuck that but now it's one of those things that you could share because now they see it you see it they see it they build it it builds the fandoms it builds the it builds the love and the rapport and it just it just makes it more beautiful it's a very nice way of putting it i'm glad i thought of that well i mean i guess we're at the point where it's like hey how do you find the ability to share this with your with your kid so and this is this is my 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 son's too young for a lot of that stuff um like i'm just starting even on on, in on some video games um and before anybody says oh you shouldn't do that now it's good for your hand-eye coordination it's good very good for your hand-eye coordination critical thinking problem solving all of that oh we could do we could do a whole thing on that oh yeah he's four he's playing the he was playing mario 3e on my switch the other day and he was crushing it Uh, he's actually a little better than i am uh-huh. Uh, which worries me because uh, the next time, like when we when we fire Mario Kart, I'm going to slap on the very expensive gaming system out of his hand. 
As you <laughs> should. I, I was yeah. just going to say, yeah. the next time to, you play Mario Kart, tell me. And I'd be like, see that? See that? $250 Switch? This is nothing to me. Grow no. up. <laughs> I am player one. <laughs> but, in I am player one. <laughs> but in reality, I'm the child. <laughs> yep. And the world keeps on spinning. <laughs> yeah, crazy stuff, right? <laughs> but, you know, there's a, I, I guess there's a lot of ways that um, you can share that with your child. Um, and you should. You should absolutely do that. Because things you like are things that they'll probably like. And it's it's just one of those it's one of those deals where, you know, when they when they get the, to the right age, obviously, I'm not going to, you know, bust out the the Corvettes or the snow globes for uh, for my for my four year old. And you definitely don't want to do it for your three year old because you'd be cleaning that shit up off out of the carpet. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, everything in time. And I, I guess if you wanted to really help them out. You would teach them that as fun as it is to have a big uh, hoarded collection of things, you should probably put your time into other stuff. Yes and no. Yeah. Y- yes and no. Because, again, it's one of those things. It's it's a. I feel it's one of those bonding moments that you have with your kids. It's like, hey, I collected sports memorabilia and Star Wars crap growing up, and now I'm still doing it. And, you know, now I could say, hey. Yeah, this is this might be a toy. Obviously, I'm not going to tell a three year old, "Hey, keep this in the box," because he's going to be like, "No, fuck you, I want right. this now." Right. But it's one of those things, like, hey, when he's like five, six years old, I could be like, "Hey, buddy, you know, why do you have this in a box? Why isn't it taken out?" I'm like, well, this is why, and this is what we do, and kind of the reason why behind it. Well, that's stupid, Dad. Well, yeah, it's stupid, but I'm also an adult, so screw you, and you're not getting yeah, anything yeah, I now. Can make my own choices. <laughs> exactly, I can make my own choices. You're not allowed to yet, so yeah. eat it. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you 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 got a point. You got yeah. you got a point there. Um, it's good to have a fandom too. It's good to have it because it, it makes you who you are. Um, it makes you very much. Um, you is yeah. You it gives you. you personality. Yeah, you pull things from it. And you put it in your everyday life. You put it in the puzzle pieces that are your your growing mind. Um, I, I guess like. My point would be to rescind what I just said um, would be to just state the fact that, you know, just make sure you're he's building with the right stuff. Um, I'm not saying you have to censor everything because obviously like even what the fuck show was I watching? Adventure Time. OK. Yeah. Watching that, I'm like, man, there is some adult ass themes in here. And he's just laughing away or like Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, was another or Red and Stimpy? Yeah, yeah, they're oh, gonna yeah. slip some adult stuff in there, uh, but just as long as you know you can put it all in context and you don't let the uh, the fandom go too too crazy, it's not that big of a deal. No. It really isn't. No, not at all. It's everything's in moderation. Yep, absolutely everything except for Star Wars stuff. I, except I for Star, no, there's there's no yeah, there, there's no leeway on that whatsoever. No, no absolutely nope. not. Anything Star Wars, anything Fallout, give me, yeah. give me it all. Oh yeah, Fallout stuff definitely. Oh, here's another good example for you. So I always wanted an Italian car when I was younger. Um, and I didn't really care what it was. I just liked the way the Italians built cars. I always wanted an Alpha or a Fiat. Um, not like a hot, super high-end or Lancia. Um, super high-end. So I, I recently purchased a Fiat. Because um, it's, you know, like I, I, I can't afford enough for them. You know, they're insane. Um, as much as I would love a, a Stelvio or something. Um, and I got to tell you, I love it. It's phenomenal. It checks all the boxes except for one being an Italian car and being hyper unreliable. <laughs> it's so bad. 
<laughs> and the good people of Fiat, man. Yeah. Yeah. Get your yeah. shit together. Yeah, get your fucking shit together. <laughs> but please sponsor us. But get your shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So please sponsor us. So fix your fix your uh, your customer support line, please. <laughs> that was a pain in the ass. But but that's all we got for you guys today. So we hope you took something out of this. This was again a little lighthearted. We're pulling back a little bit, having a little bit of fun as we as we tend to do on this show because we talk a lot about the uncomfortable shit. So we gotta we gotta we gotta let you breathe a little bit, so to speak. So yeah, do you like? Do, do you like how like a year ago we're like we we're talking about all of the uncomfortable shit fuck you and now we're like all right now time to take a whole big step back friends it's funny how a year can change a man sure it surely is so thank you again for as always for checking out the fearless fathers podcast thank you again for continuing to share this podcast thank you again for being a fucking loyal supporter of this show it we still do it because we still get downloads and we still get listeners and we still get people messaging us and telling us, Hey, thank you for doing this. So, you know, we're just two guys with a microphone with time to research and do some stuff and get a voice out there for you guys. So thank you. Seriously. Thank you for all the thanks we get. We have to thank you. I think I say it almost after every episode. So we do, we do. And we still think it's wild that people listen to us period. Um, And we appreciate every, every, everybody. Who even listens to this for a minute? Even if you're that guy that listened to us for 30 seconds, you're like, well, that's stupid. Um, yeah, we, we appreciate you even checking us out. Uh, we don't really care. You know, just don't leave us a bad review on iTunes, for God's sake. If you do, go ahead. We'll probably just make funny anyway, because you're never going to listen to it. Oh, we're definitely going to make fun. Oh, we definitely will. Yeah. But it's one of those things, like, if we're not helping you and you find somebody else that does, great. If you hit with them, even better. Yep. As long as we got you that catalyst to get you where you need to go, that's all we care about at the end of at the end of this all, so... Thank you for continuing to support the show. Thank you for continuing to listen. Thank you for continuing to share. If you can, drop that rate and review in iTunes, uh, Stitcher, wherever, wherever you're listening to the show. That could just get this to more eyes, more viewers, more people that could get the information that we're slinging and hopefully finally destroy what it is that we have to go through with men's mental health and stigmas and all that other nonsense. So thank you very much. Continue to go out there and continue to be the best damn dad you know you are. And until next time, guys, we're going to continue and embrace the fear. Always. Awesome.